Rohan Jenny, and we're both freshmen at the University of Southern California. This is episode one of our R&D podcast, and we're going to be focusing on penny stocks throughout the series, so thanks for tuning in, thanks for listening, and we're just going to hop right into it. Thanks, Donnie. So when you hear the word penny stocks or even day trading, a couple movies might come in mind. Uh, possibly The Pursuit of Happiness or even The Wolf of Wall Street with Jordan Belfort. Uh, great movie, right, Donnie? Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, but one thing that the movie kind of fails to show us is that you can make a lot of money trading penny stocks, uh, but there is a lot of risk um, with trading those type of stocks as well. And a lot of people, actually most people, right, Donnie? Mm-hmm. Uh, lose a lot of money trading these penny stocks. Uh, but the purpose of this podcast isn't really... Uh, to show you that we're like the best at doing this or anything it's just kind of show kind of goes to uh show you that people like us average investors uh college students can actually invest and learn more about the market feel out the market uh and make a quick couple bucks as well right yeah so like again starting out uh, we're, we're not like professionals at this by any means but Uh, Day trading isn't always uh, profitable for a large amount of people, so the estimated success rate for traders is around 10%, and that's for day traders. That's so low. Yeah, it's it's very, very low, but uh, we're doing this so you're not going to make like the same mistakes we did starting out, but also show that anyone can do it if you do it right. You can be successful, and now we're just going to talk a little bit about what day trading actually is. Yeah, so I think Investopedia is a pretty good resource, right, Donnie? Yeah, I use that a lot, and I use it to calculate a lot of my financial ratios. So for anyone out there, like, if you're starting out, uh, go check it out. Yeah, so Investopedia defines day trading as the purchase and sale of a security within a single trading day. So most day traders um, are institutional investors, and they're pretty well-funded and well-educated using high amounts of leverage and short-term trading strategies to capitalize on a small price movement uh, that creates arbitrage opportunities. So a couple of the common day trading strategies, um, there are a handful. Uh, We won't go into all of the little uh, day trading strategies because the one we'll primarily be using is the news-based one for penny stock trading, Uh, but I'll let Donnie kind of touch on a couple of them. Mm -hmm. So when you're in the penny stock market, there's going to be a lot of small price changes that occur. That's mainly because of volatility. And we'll go into what that term means later on in the podcast. But scalping is a trading strategy where you attempt to make small price, or I'm sorry, small profits off of those small price changes. So just being alert, watching the charts. And anytime you see those small price windows, you jump on it, you buy and you sell to generate profit. And I'm going to let Rohan talk a little bit about our next strategy. Yeah, so I think there's another strategy called range trading. I'm not super familiar with it, but it's a little bit more applicable to us than scalping. Uh, Traders essentially use um, a technical analysis of a stock in order to uh, understand its support and resistance levels throughout the day in order to make important buy and sell decisions. So in order to, this might sound kind of confusing, and in order to uh, illustrate this, um, I'll kind of talk about an example. With a penny stock that is uh, going up in price during the day, it might hit a certain price point and then stop going up, and that's that's when there's resistance to that price. Uh, it's essentially a wall that the penny stock uh, price point bounces off of and then comes back down. 
that's called resistance. Um, and in order to pass that resistance, all of the sell orders that are placed at that resistance price point uh, must be filled. And yeah, this might sound really foreign to you right now, but we'll go into uh, depth on what this actually means. And the method that we're gonna be focusing on the most is news-based trading. And if you get into penny stocks, you'll be likely using this method as well. You might have heard the term fly around, sell the news, and this is pretty applicable. Um, when you're using this trading strategy, traders are going to rely on press releases, company announcements, schedule reports, and these are often going to heighten the volatility of the stock and bring more people to the trading to trading the stock, and that's referred to as volume. So when you have higher volume, that increases like the volatility of the stock and those opportunities for you to make profit off of the uh, small price changes and a great resource for this news and i know that i've used it is stock twits so if you are interested in trading if this is something that you want to delve into go check that out and rowan's going to talk about our last strategy yeah so the last strategy isn't super applicable to us again uh, but it's called high frequency trading and it's when traders use sophisticated algorithms to exploit small or short-term market inefficiencies and uh, this is essentially arbitrage but this is kind of similar to uh, the first trading strategy in the fact that high frequency trading happens very quickly uh, and it's when traders try to exploit price differences and buy and sell in demand and supply of a, a stock in the market and uh, a little bit of context and how we got into trading we actually took a class last semester known as the sociology of wall street would definitely recommend this class uh recommend this class if you go to usc right now it's super informational i felt like it was the class that taught me the most about the market um and the evolution of the stock market uh as a whole but i'll let donnie kind of touch touch on one of the main things that we learned yeah, as Rohan said, this was at least my introduction to financial services in general, and uh, this is what kind of set me on the path, but there's a theory within uh, markets and just finance in general, it's called the efficient market hypothesis, and it was developed by Eugene Pharma, and it states that a stock's price reflects all available information on the market, leaving no room for arbitrage or any opportunities for you to take advantage of uh, price changes within markets and if this were true stocks would always maintain their fair value on exchanges and investors wouldn't be able to purchase undervalued stocks or sell at inflated prices and penny stock trading is all about arbitrage capitalizing on those price changes essentially it's like the opposite of what yeah. the, the hypothesis is saying yes yeah. so clearly this is not like this isn't valid for this trading strategy or it's valid in just the market context in general. So we're gonna be focusing on the exact opposite of what this hypothesis states. And you've, you've heard us say penny stock a lot through this podcast and we're gonna actually define what it is now. Yeah, so penny stocks, uh, they're very low price. That's kind of where the name penny comes from. Uh, and they're essentially stocks trading under $5 per share. Penny stocks, uh, they're very profitable, but it's it's a dual-edged sword. They're very risky as well. So with profit comes a lot of risk, and penny stocks just aren't heavily regulated as large cap large cap stocks, and they're also traded mostly over the counter rather than on large exchanges like the New York Stock Exchange. 
with penny stocks um i think volatility is one of the biggest things it's right the biggest poses thing, yeah. the biggest risk and volatility is essentially um how large an asset's prices swing around the mean price so uh penny stocks when they're trading at large volumes during the day um a lot of the time their prices will swing between uh, a lot of price gaps so something trading at like 0.3 cents could swing to uh, some something like 0.7 cents within like a matter of like 30 seconds. I've yeah, seen that. Very, yeah. very quick. And then penny stock companies, uh, you it's essential that you do your research because most of these companies, yeah, they're uh, funded, but they some of them are funded better than others. And honestly, most of them will fail, right? Yeah, most of them. So just be very, very careful. Do your research before you invest. Don't don't just invest irrationally. Make sure you do your research. And I get that penny stocks are very, very attractive. I got drawn into the market and we're gonna tell you a couple reasons why. The first reason is that you can make money very, very quickly as in like a matter of seconds. On the amount of penny change, you can make a large amount of profit. And this profit opportunity wouldn't necessarily be available or on the same scale, say if you invested in large cap stocks like Facebook or Google because they're more stable so they're not going to experience the same volatile price changes that a penny stock would experience in a day. And uh, so say you invest $1,000 in Facebook, you would only be able to buy around four or five shares and on a dollar price change, you're not making much money. But say you invested $1,000 in a penny stock and off of a couple of pennies worth since a price change, you're making a lot more profit in a shorter amount of time. And that's what drew me over from the long-term investing strategy and it's benefited me so far. So that's that's why we're going to be focusing on penny stocks throughout this podcast. Yeah, and I think some of the misconceptions that come with uh, trading penny stocks is people don't understand that it's very, very different from regularly investing. Uh, regularly investing, that's not the reason for this podcast. It's a, it's a great thing to do, in, uh, investing in index funds and long-term Uh, securities is a great thing to do uh, for the future but this podcast is really about uh, investing in penny stocks and the the current investing that you can do within a day and so with penny stocks you don't really have the intention of holding that stock for a very long period of time you're just trying to exploit the arbitrage opportunities that price changes within that stock has um, within a day or even um, within the course of a week and uh, with penny stocks, uh, I'm not super familiar with the chart patterns yet. I still kind of have to refresh myself on that. Uh, but those are really helpful, right, Donnie? Yeah, they're, they're super, super helpful. So I know in my trading strategy that I'm using right now, I'm, there's a chart pattern that I use. It's the, it's the morning dip pattern. So making sure that I'm up in the mornings trying to buy when people are selling off the stock and uh, betting on that price rising and selling before it can dip down again. And we're going to dive into chart patterns later in different series, but I wanted to talk briefly about some of the different trading platforms that you can use. The best overall platform for beginners is TD Ameritrade. I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Rohan uses this platform. I use this platform. I know some of our friends are getting onto trading and they're using this platform as well. And the mobile interface of the TD Ameritrade app is just amazing. It allows you to track the chart progression, see your balances, track your progression as well. It's just, 
it's a great interface it's a great resource to use if you want to focus solely on trading uh, statistics say the best platform for this is eTrade if you want to focus on long-term investing and that's the strategy you want to employ go with Charles Schwab and if you just want simplicity you don't want extra market research you just want the bare basics go with Robinhood but I will warn you against using Robinhood because you're not going to receive the same amount of market info or market research if you want with the other platforms I think Charles Schwab is actually like trying to acquire TD Ameritrade. Yeah, so uh, there's uh, they're in talks right now. Charles Schwab is trying to acquire TD Ameritrade. And like in later podcasts, we'll discuss with you if that event actually goes through. Yeah, it'll change a couple things for the platform possibly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, just keep that in mind. And uh, if you can, even Google see like the progression of that news. Yeah, so I think that quite about wraps up the info part of the podcast. Uh, but we ha- kind of wanted to talk, touch on our personal experiences uh, within, I think we returned from school like spring break. We never went back, right? <laughs> yeah, COVID-19 came in and just kind of wrecked all of our plans. So I know that we all have that in common. And so a lot of us aren't working right now. And so I think that was a very attractive uh, entry point for us to start investing. And that's kind of why I got back into trading penny stocks. And uh, Donnie can kind of hit on what his progression has been uh, since he started trading. Yeah, so I started or maybe around a month or a month and a half ago. Again, we came home because of COVID-19. I, I wasn't nearly as busy as I was at school and I'd been putting off investing for a while. And I was like, you know what? Now is the perfect time to start. So I started with $500 of my own savings. And again, I was irrational at the beginning. I just dove straight in. I was like, you know, experience is the best teacher. I didn't do all the research I should have. I lost a pretty significant portion of that money. And I was like, okay, maybe penny stock trading isn't for me. I'm going to shift to like long-term investments. So I called my grandfather. I was like, yo, granddad, um, I need some help here. I <laughs> uh, lost a lot of money. Uh, could you like help me out? I want to invest for the long term, try to like secure my financial future. And he said, of course. So I received 500 more dollars. But I was like, instead of getting discouraged, I'm going to keep working at this. I feel like I can become profitable. So I kept trading penny stocks. And right now, as of this day, I'm around $7,000 account balance. So I went from around $500 just to $7,000 in about a month and a half. My point is you don't need a lot of money, but when you start to make money, take your profits, don't be greedy, don't don't hold longer than you need to. And that's what I learned the hard way. And so my investing strategy as of right now is focused on penny stock streaming and media companies because of the stay at home orders, a lot more people are at home, are using these services. So that's resulting in larger volumes and that's where I'm at right now. With my personal journey, uh, it's been kind of similar. I started around a few summers ago uh, with around $1,000 in my bank account. Uh, grew my portfolio to around 40000 by the end of the summer. But what I'm kind of leaving out is a lot of the losses that I had during that time. And they were pretty significant too. But uh, net-wise, I was able to uh, make a profit. I think really the big thing was the learning opportunities that these losses created for me. Uh, once you lose a lot of money on the stock market, you kind of take time to reevaluate what you did wrong and fix it just because that's all of your real money uh, being invested. So you have that drive and that push uh, to make sense of what you did wrong and fix those things. 
Uh, experience really is the best teacher, yeah, but is. I think the reason for this podcast is so that a lot of you don't make the same stupid mistakes that we made when we started investing. And uh, yeah, we we just want the best for you guys, uh, provide you with the best information. Um, I think currently right now, uh, my trading strategy has been investing in pharmaceutical companies. I've been screening for them. Uh, ones that are primarily targeting uh, vaccine research and testing kits uh, that have been done because of COVID-19. So I've just been trying to take advantage of these profit opportunities and these uh, penny stock companies that are emerging because of COVID-19. And uh, before we wrap up, we're going to give you a quick update of some of the investments we've made throughout the week. And I know both of our most successful investment was Genus, that's J-N-U-S Brands. And this is a company, it's a media company, and they're going to be releasing something called Cartoon Channel on June 15th. And it's focused on uh, providing kids with entertainment, but also having an educational background behind it. And it's got sponsors such as Warren Buffett and Stan Lee. And it's also planning to release toys and other such products around the holiday season. It generates a lot of ad revenue as well. It's a solid, solid company that's uh, generated a lot of capital for its product. And it's got a strong base, strong investor base. And I uh, netted a pretty significant profit from that and expecting more profit with this upcoming week. So that's that's kind of where we are right now and our best investment this week. Yeah, no, I agree. Gina, like GNUS was a great investment. Uh, you got in super early. Um, I wasn't as lucky. I got in a little bit later, uh, but super profitable stock. I only see it going up from now. Um, I think a couple days that we were investing, they actually halted it on the stock market because of so much volatility that was yeah. um, going on. I think it hit like record uh, 400 million in volume. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and I was just I was just super lucky to find this when it was still 72 cents, and now it's pushing what like seven dollars now. Yeah, it, it hit eleven dollars, and it yeah, triggered exactly. my sell order. <laughs> but now it's now it's back down. That's why we're saying it's a really good investment since June 15th is still a little a little a couple days, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Yeah, honestly, like a week. We got a week. Yeah, you got time. So this week, um, we expect it to kind of run up um, and see some changes in the stock price. So it's a really good investment. Another stock um, that I was looking at earlier was XSPA. Uh, the stock actually uh, released some news. The company released some news last week that they were uh, starting to uh, test at JFK with uh, their new testing kits. But um, the stock price changed a little bit on that news coming out, but um, it changed a lot this past week. Yeah, the monitors. Uh, yeah, it spiked. Oh my gosh. Uh, and it was kind of unusual to me because I would expect it to have spiked uh, as soon as the news dropped. Uh, but it kind of shows that once that testing uh, actually started, uh, when, when the news dropped, the testing didn't actually start. But then once the testing actually started and was uh, successful, uh, that's when the stock price actually started to reflect the success of the company. Uh, but yeah, that about wraps up yeah. uh, the podcast. Yeah, that's about it. So thank you guys for tuning in and listening to our first podcast. Many more to come in the future. And uh, we'll see you soon.